everyone I don't know if you can see or hear me I've got my phone on so I might not be able to see all the comments down there but just waiting for everyone to log on just waiting for everyone to log on how was your day my day has been interesting not stressful but just anticipating this live um, live stream. Um, okay, people are now logging on. Fantastic, fantastic. Welcome you to this live stream. I am Antonia KG Moses. I am a life coach, transformational coach. I'm also the founder of Balm in Gilead Charity. So this charity is a fairly new charity. And what we do is we provide, provide an online service for people to log on to and have someone to speak to. So it could be they could be going through a tough day and they just need someone to talk to. They need somewhere to vent. It's not therapeutic. It's not an advice service. It's just a, a, a place, safe place for people to be able to speak and um you know talk to someone about their issues and it's quite needed now particularly in this current climate with everything that's going on mental health issues mental health um, well-being issues are on the rise people are you know uh anxieties on the rise so you know we're just working on our on our uh website Hopefully, this will be up and running very shortly. Also, I am the founder of Global Sororities. And this is something that's just started during this lockdown period. Um, I'll tell you a little bit of background as to why, you know, this came about. So in 2018, I was pregnant with my thought third child we have two boys we have a 12 year old and a six year old and this was going to be it for us you know and we found out she was a girl we were excited about it and the pregnancy was was fine it was going all right um until week 20 and they started noticing some abnormalities and the conversation was like we can do something about this when you give birth we'll be able to do you know something about it and so I was reassured everything was going to be okay then soon after we started you know further scan and they said we need to refer you to a specialist clinic which was at King's Hospital so they referred me to the specialist clinic at, at King's and when I first got there it was a little bit daunting because there were different 
consultants I, I will be in the room and i will have like six consultants all in one room just looking and poking and looking at the growth charts and then there's the conversation moved from you know we can do something about it to you need to think about the life that this child's gonna have if you continue with this pregnancy because we believe that she may not survive number one and number two she will have a challenge in life and the question was think about yourself think about your health and think about your two children and basically they were trying to encourage me to get rid of this pregnancy terminate it now but every time i went into the um to have the scan done i saw a heartbeat and that gave me hope you know that gave me hope to say to myself you know i have faith this i can come through this and i said no i'm going to go through this and i was praying i had people praying for me um it was it was a challenging situation and the whole situation had uh, an effect on my own health you know I had a blood sugar level that was 22. Normal blood sugar level should be seven. I My BP was high and I was walking around, literally, I could have ended up having a stroke. They called me in and said, you are not leaving the hospital today. We are keeping you in. You're going to have a CT scan. We need to find out what is going on. But I think my body was tired. I was physically exhausted. And at that point, I said to myself, you know what, I had a conversation with my husband and we decided, you know what, what will be, will be. If this is meant to happen, it would. If it's not meant to happen, then we just let go. And at the point of letting go, something happened. Um, I was scheduled for a scan. Um, I was scheduled for a C-section on 36 weeks. A couple of days before that, I just felt like a mother's intuition i knew something had happened you know um and i just walked into the hospital and i called him first i said i'm coming in they said why i said look i think something as something had happened and they said okay come in i went in and they checked and she had she had gone she had passed away and instantly there was a sigh of relief um there was a sigh of relief um um, and then they said, unfortunately, we will have to operate because she was lying across and there was no way they could allow me to have the pregnancy um, naturally. And I had two previous C-sections before. So they said to me, you know, um, we are going to have to operate. And that was quite painful for me because, you know, C-section is not an easy operation. And if you've had two C-sections, that's even, you know, more disheartening and so we 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 went ahead with it and she was um, delivered 24th of september 2018 and we named her maya you know maya means close to god and after that situation you know people tried to encourage me and say look it's going to be okay you know everything's going to be fine be positive about this situation look at her uh, the quality of her life she, she had if she had survived she might not even survive the first year and they were saying that and i didn't want to hear that because that was my child i carried that child for such a long time i had that bond with that child and people were you know they were trying to be helpful and i think i went into a space of um 
a lonely space and I remembered when I was at home I used to open the windows and look out and the sun would just shine brightly through the windows and it was just a reassurance for me that you know there's a brighter there's brighter days ahead even though I'm going through this experience there are brighter days ahead and so that kept me going and then through those experience I began to realize that there was a lot of women going through the same situation or I've been through the same situation and culturally um, Nigerian sometimes don't talk about these issues you know it's it's something that you know you're just supposed to get on with it and don't really speak about those your pain or what you're going through and, and i thought no if you if you're feeling something within yourself and you want to talk about it you should be able to tell your own story and that's why I started Global Sororitas. And Global Sororitas is a platform for women to be able to share their motherhood journey, the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups, the downs, you know, the regrets. And I set it up and the reception was fantastic. People, you know, wrote their own stories, their own personal stories, their own personal journey. And it was really good. And that is what we're doing with creating a platform for women to be able to celebrate motherhood at the same time tell their own story and you know you know chinese whispers you know chinese whispers who's best to tell your story except for you you know because by the time you know someone tells your story for you by the time it gets to the third person it's a totally completely different scenario and that leads me into my topic for today and you know I've titled it mastering the art of telling your story mastering the art of telling your story and I looked um, I did a little bit of research and there is a producer um, his name is Scott McDonnell McConnell I beg your pardon and he's a producer he's a writer for films in melbourne australia and los angeles and he's he quoted he he was quoted saying one of the oldest cliche about fiction is that the essence of drama is conflict so when they're writing a script for a film production they always factor certain things into it it has to be dramatic there has to be conflict you know there has to be the actual main characters have to have some kind of conf internal conflict with themselves and in some cases they will have to have a multi-layered persona so they can have three persona um you know and they have this struggle so those things are incorporated in this industry to keep us, you know, gravitated to it and to create this dramatic, you know, uh, storyline. And sometimes our lives, the story of our journey, the story of our lives are like that. You know, we have dramatic experiences we have experiences that people wouldn't even believe that has happened to us we've had painful experiences and some of us are still dealing with the um 
with the wounds of some of the experiences that we've had. And so um, I wanted to talk about how can we master the art of telling our own story and how do we tell our own story? I remember when I was a little bit younger, just before I, I got married, I was in a relationship for six years and that relationship wasn't going anywhere, but I was young and I just was comfortable in that situation. And that relationship went on. And at the end, it ended up in a, me being heartbroken. Um, I was cheated on. It was a painful experience. And when I relayed that experience to myself and to someone else, I used to make it seem as if the other person was the villain and I was the victim. But in actual fact, when I really had to really dwell deeper into how I was telling the story, that was like, it took me a year to be able to do that because I was stuck in that story. I am a victim. I have been victimized. This relationship, you know, this person came into my life and just wanted to destroy it. And after I was stuck, I wasn't really getting over it and I wasn't getting the emotional healing that I actually needed because I was attached to the pain. And so I began to um, reflect on it and I remember sitting down and I, and, and I couldn't have a conversation with God and it was like, are you really telling the story? Are you really being honest and being truthful about this story? Because you were an active participant in this drama that you're speaking about. You knew this person wasn't good for you. You went ahead into the relationship. You saw the signs. You saw the telltale signs. You still continued to be in this relationship. So let's be honest about it. Take responsibility for the part that you played. Yes, take responsibility for the part that you paid so that you can actually begin to forgive yourself and have the courage to move on. So then you're not taking the baggage and the pain into other relationship that you would eventually get into down the line. So I began to tell the story differently, taking accountability for my part in this um um, drama in this situation and I believe that that was the beginning of my healing process because what happened was like I freed myself from every guilt I freed, freed myself from every judgment of myself I freed myself from you know that person or that situation having a hold on me or having the power over me so I was able to let go let go learn the lessons learn the lessons and then take those lessons and grow and evolve into the person that i wanted to become so i would offer today that you know that is is important i'm looking at my notes it is important to express and tell your own personal story truthfully truthfully you know the difficulties you know that we 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 experience and perhaps our pains 
our story are sad and they're painful, but because we're attached to it, you know, we make it essential. We make it an essential part of our ourselves. We become those stories, and we're not those stories. We may have experienced those those situations, but they're not us. And the other, sorry. And. I believe that we need to start writing a new story. So what is your new script? What is your new story? Um, who are the characters that's going to be in this new story? Because you need to write a new story and you need to create intentionally, intentionally decide the characters and the people that are going to be part of that story. That means you have to intentionally choose the sort of person you want to spend the rest of your life with. Intentionally choose the friends you want in your life. Intentionally choose the, the, the environment in which you want to be. Intentionally choose the career in which you want to um, uh, move into. You have the capacity to be able to make those decisions guided by wisdom. And so you need to begin to write a new story. So, um, and those stories will be interwoven with your healing process. They will reflect your growth. They will reflect that you've moved from A to B and you're not stuck in this position. And being stuck emotionally has a long lasting effect. And different areas of our lives has a long lasting effect in different areas of our lives i remember when i was young i had issues with rejection it's not that i was rejected it was just the fact that i had a pers different perspective of my parents relationship i took their own drama i took their own story and i adopted it into my story and then i thought okay they're not together they're separated and that must be my own story but in actual fact that wasn't my story my path was clearly different from theirs even though you know their relationship may have um have some kind of impact on how i see things but I, I know, I I realize that it doesn't define me. It doesn't define the sort of relationship I'm going to have later on. So it is important to rewrite your story. It is important to um, tell it truthfully and be honest with yourself so that you can continue to move forward. And that was, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I always wanted to be a transformational coach, you know, um, I wanted people, I wanted to help people to become the better version of themselves. So does your core value align with who you are? Because if it doesn't align with who you are, if there's a conflict in, and it doesn't align and there's a conflict, there will be issues. It will affect every areas of your life. So if one of your core values is honesty, but then you're living a dishonest life, you know, in terms of, you know, being honest about who you are, you know, being honest about, you know, um, what you do, you are, then there is a conflict and there is no, there, there is no alignment. And because there's no alignment, it is very hard to uh, move forward 
you know you might be doing things and be successful in your career or you know earning x amount of money but in terms of your development as an individual you're stuck in that one place and so you know i'm um i provide that service for people to be able to dwell deep into the root of the issues and we would collaborate together so that you'll become the better version of yourself you grow and um yes you become you know the person that you need to be and i've got a book that i wrote and is titled the journey begins here and that was written in 2011 it's quite a long time now um and this is just uh how many pages it's it's roughly about 41 pages and it just briefly go through different experiences that i've gone through and just given some kind of nuggets and wisdom and how i overcame those you know situations um and i going to put a link later on on this platform where people can go and they can download it for free so it will be free for you ladies to download um on this platform so i just want to thank you very much for um giving me the opportunity to share to come on this platform and just speak to you lovely wonderful women um and thank you so much thank you any questions i can't see sorry i'm trying to see If you've got any question, you can put it in the comment section and I would answer it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.